So a lot of us are encouraged to put our babies on their tummies to play, especially because we're instructed to place them on their backs. Babies, they're just like us. We have to do the opposite motion in order to really get the full experience. So something you'll notice about your baby is a young baby is attempting to lift its head. So that is engaging muscles of the back, strengthening their back. When they were in the womb, they were just in that curved C shape, which is really interesting. So you, to come out of that curved C shape as well, can do like your baby. Welcome to another episode of the Poised Powerful Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mahan. I coach movement, alignment, and the empowerment that comes from understanding how your body works. This podcast is all about helping regular people adapt to the physical and emotional challenges of new parenthood and hearing some good stories from people getting the crash course. Hey folks, Sarah here today talking about some commonly asked questions that I get about mom posture. In my role as a teacher of posture and movement through the Alexander Technique, what do I mean by mom posture? This is an actual term that people use. I looked it up and I wanted to make sure that that I use terms that people would be Googling and looking up. So this is a thing. It's mom posture, but sometimes known as the mom hunch. Can you picture it? Nursing neck, sometimes involved. Now, this is not a um, way of moving and carrying yourself that is limited to moms or childbearing people, but it's one that you might see a lot. I'm saying this, again, not to pick on moms, but just to know you're going to see this in the wild. So what is mom posture? So this is often seen as rounding of the upper back, which brings the shoulders forward of center a tucking of the tail, i.e. case of the disappearing butt, and forward head position, Um, also known as hex neck or picture chicken neck, and you'll know what I mean. So again, this is a style of moving and carrying yourself. Um, That happens often if you're engaged in activities that are forward and down. So it might be people engaged in a lot of computer work or anybody who cares for small people, even if they are not moms. But that very intensive act of holding, carrying, and feeding, especially newborns, I have to tell you, I did a lot of training in alignment and I knew all these things, but I don't think anything could have prepared me for how physically intensive that the newborn phase was going to be. And of course, even if you get out of the newborn phase, it's always something and Maintaining your stamina is always a challenge. So I'm not making this episode to make anybody feel bad. I want to give you some simple ways to start to feel better. So you might feel crappy in this position. 
I care less as a posture expert about you maintaining a certain shape. I care more about how you feel. And a lot of us don't feel great in this position if we're stuck in it. So any one shape of the body, not bad. But if we're just in one shape over and over again, we start to feel stuck. And not just physically, but sometimes mentally, emotionally, spiritually as well. Just feeling kind of, ugh, yuck. So what you might feel in if you feel stuck in this mom posture or mom hunch is just sort of a general heaviness. That forward and down, your energy is kind of going down, sort of sinking down. And your muscles might get really stiff, especially because you're sort of slightly off balance. You're overstretching one side and kind of tightening up, especially in the front. So a lot of people will then experience this as neck pain, pain in the trapezius muscles, those upper shoulders, even headaches. Those can be pretty rough. Biomechanically, you're putting more pressure downward onto the pelvic floor, which is just something to be mindful of if you are recovering from any type of birth. And of course, you know, we want to have the most efficient, relaxed breathing possible. Not always possible if we're collapsing the chest downward. One big question I get on this is, am I going to have a hunchback or a hump? I say this not to judge anyone's physical appearance or physical form, physical structure, but just to point out that a lot of us associate this posture with senior citizens among us. So something that happens often as we age is something called hyperkyphosis. So that is that really noticeable rounding of the upper spine, very a stooped posture. And this can be due to certain factors like osteoporosis. So I don't want you to feel like you're going to get stuck that way. We don't necessarily know what the future may hold for you. So I just want to point that out. We know that this type of caring ourselves, you know, it does feel like it's aging us. Having children already feels like it's aging us. So we all want to look good, maybe embody more confident postures. We all want to be functional. Most folks don't have time for a lot of exercise or elaborate routines. If you're Googling this, probably you're going to instantly come up with a lot of stretches and exercises. And it is super easy to get overwhelmed. So let's break it down. Start simple. We're going to start where you are right now. So if you happen to be sitting, we're going to start with paying attention to that. So in Alexander Technique, we talk a lot about how we're using ourselves. So this idea that it's important what we're doing all the time in our daily lives, 
not that we have this sort of one movement or exercise time that's a separate part of our day. And then we put that away and go and not think about our bodies for the other 23 hours of the day. So the good news is there are ways to take care of yourself without super elaborate routines that, again, your schedule has probably all just gone up in the air and you don't really have time for that kind of time away. And so without those usual things, you might already be feeling kind of ugh. So as you're sitting, especially if you have these times when you're um, feeding baby or uh, maybe stuck under a napping child, this is a good time to re-examine those sitting setups. You're going to want to untuck that booty. So you might end up having to use a cushion or a rolled up towel under your sit bones, maybe place additional support behind your back. I know I spent a lot of time nursing on the couch. And so this was a big culprit in terms of me really sinking down because, you know, couches are are cushy and you'll kind of fall into them. You're going to want to find that support so you aren't falling into the couch. I know, um, you know, we often take a breastfeeding class or see a lactation consultant and, you know, we get all that advice to to set ourselves up very nicely with the pillow and, you know, bring the baby to the breast, not the breast to the baby. But if you're nursing or feeding 11 billion times a day, right, sometimes that is really hard to put into practice. So if you have these um, periods of time, just where you're engaged in baby care, make sure just afterward you take some time to look up, reach up, and also look up with your eyes, your head, and your neck. So just giving yourself an opportunity to do the opposite. Even if it's super quick, get up from your chair after you've been working at the computer or you've been looking at your phone, ordering groceries. And once you've done that, take that time and look up, reach up. Obviously, if you're holding a small person, can't do the reaching, but you might be able to do that little looking up and just letting that upper spine lengthen. On this note, just minding your screen time. Honestly, I was not like the most mindful person when I was, you know, holding and breastfeeding my baby all the time. I got really bored. Pay attention if what you're doing all the time is is looking downward at your phone. Even if you need something else to distract yourself, maybe just put on some Bluetooth headphones and put on some music or a podcast and put the phone down for a bit so you're not looking downward. And make sure you're looking up, looking far away, looking out a window, just as a nice visual break and a break for your spine. As you're using your devices and screens, this is where we really want to be mindful of that 
forward head position or that text neck. So how you'll notice this is notice just if you're leading forward with your chin. If your chin is really leading your face forward closer to your device. So what I usually have students do is put two fingers right in front of their ears and just to remind themselves that that is the top of their spine and just let their head float up a little bit from that position to allow the spine to lengthen and just realizing that we often are just moving that lower part of the neck which gets really strained and we're not using the whole bit. So try nodding your head from the top of your spine that you've just identified instead of dropping your whole neck or your whole face forward to your device. Some simple stretches that will probably be suggested to you either through Google, sometimes through PT, are things like the doorway stretch. We'll have links. So this is where you're going to want to come back to some of those cues. If you're just trying to stretch your shoulder, but you're not letting your head float up and untucking your booty, you will not get the best benefit out of it. So just return to those cues. Another thing that might be suggested is often uh, lying down on a rolled towel or foam roller, if you happen to have that. Lying with your spine supported, your arms are going to be out at your sides, either extended in a T-shape or a Y-shape, goalpost, or at 45 degrees. So you can experiment with that. But again, this is one just to pay attention to really letting your head be supported, relaxing the neck muscles, and doing some pelvic tilts while you are moving your arms around in various positions can be useful. If you're spending that time on the floor doing some stretches, also want to say it would be a good time just to lie on the floor in constructive rest. So that is something we have talked about previously on the podcast as an activity for self-care. So that's lying on your back on a firm yet comfortable surface like a carpet or yoga mat, having support under your head like a folded towel or some paperback books, and having your knees bent and feet on the ground. We think sometimes we have to do a lot of stuff to fix our posture, but in fact, it can also be just as useful to do a whole lot of nothing. Lying on the ground uh, naturally lets our spine lengthen and we can give into gravity to let ourselves reset. So if you are spending a lot of time on the floor with kids and you happen to be able to grab a moment for constructive rest, it's super easy to set up. And we will have links in the show notes for more guidance on how to do constructive rest. But I think it doesn't have to be perfect. 
just any moment you can grab to take that rest is super valuable for you. Doing tummy time with your baby. So a lot of us are encouraged now to put our babies on their tummies to uh, play, especially because we're instructed to place them on their backs. So babies, they're just like us. We have to do the opposite motion in order to really get the full experience. So something you'll notice about your baby is a young baby is attempting to lift its head. So that is engaging muscles of the back, strengthening their back. So their spine is developing. When they were in the womb, they were just in that curved C shape. So, which is really interesting. So you, to come out of that curved C shape as well, can do like your baby. You know, just get on your tummy on the floor. Maybe imitate what they're doing to lift their head. Or, you know, think of like a a little baby cobra from yoga. The intention is not to push really hard, but just to give um, a little wake up to that upper back. And just notice how that baby is moving from looking around and trying to engage. And that's just pretty cool to watch. So another really common question that I get now, especially if you've been Googling about this and looking things up, maybe you're going to get some interesting ads coming to you on Instagram. So things like posture braces and devices of all kinds. And people might be wondering, should I get one of those? Is that worth the money? This is just my opinion. Take it or leave it. But I really discourage people from purchasing posture devices, especially ones that they've just seen on Instagram, especially the ones that will just kind of hoik your shoulder blades back. Now you can try this right now. Say you're in that forward slump and you just hoik those shoulder blades back without changing anything else. It's not really addressing the full issue, which is your whole body, and there might be further strain that is caused just from kind of holding your shoulders back in that position. You know, I get that people look in the mirror, they see their shoulders forward, they really want to just pull them back, so I would just just tell you to just chill on that. Again, come back to our cues, untucking the booty, head floats up. And think really about wide across the front of your chest, across your collarbone. So letting that collarbone be open and almost as if you have two arrows going out into infinity in opposite directions. There are good reasons to have braces or posture correcting devices, but I believe that that is something that's best done under medical advice and medical supervision, and it should be fitted to your own body specifically. So I get it. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if there was just sort of a device out there that magically fixed our posture without us having to think about it at all? 
But there is no substitute for paying attention to your own body. And there's no substitute for the learning that comes with it. So I am biased. I want to encourage people to do that learning, not waste their money on buying something weird (laughs) they saw on Instagram. And also to see a body-mind professional such as myself, such as an Alexander Technique teacher. My plug for the Alexander Technique is that especially if you are somebody who is really struggling with that forward head position, that is something we have a great deal of clarity about and teach very well in person or online. Our specialty is a style of posture that does not feel stiff, but is about relaxing up, uh, as one of my colleagues likes to say. So if you are playing with some of these cues and like more info about that, I'm going to tell you, then please reach out. I would love to give you more info and especially help you with instruction that's a little bit more personalized to you and your own concerns and your own life and daily routines. Of course, there are lots of great modalities that can also be useful and help you learn about your body. So to sum up, don't perfect, reset. If you've been doing something in one position for a long time, do the opposite. Move in the opposite direction. Don't lose your head, i.e. let your head float up a little bit rather than letting your chin lead you forward. Rest every moment you possibly can, even if they're tiny micro moments. Be gentle with yourself. Know that your body will continue to change. Each phase is intensive in its own way. And it's really hard, especially when we find ourselves in a very intense phase of parenting, to believe (laughs) that this isn't going to last forever. But know that your routines will continue to change, as will your body. So I hope this helped you. Please let me know if you have any feedback or further questions about mom posture, mom hunch, or anything else that it makes you think of. Please look at the show notes. We'll have examples of the things we talked about, different exercises to try, including constructive rest, which I very much recommend. Take care of yourselves and know that you deserve it. Don't beat yourself up if you feel like you should be doing more to take care of yourself. Any step that you take in that direction is still valuable. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Poised Powerful Parenting. I'd love it if you shared this episode with a friend who you think would benefit from it. If you'd like to know more about movement and mindfulness for new and expecting parents, head over to poisedpowerfulparenthood.com for support. I hope you find the support you need because you are growing and changing too.